Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 31st of May, the 151st day of 2021, leaving us 214 days until 2022. Today in 1279 BCE, Ramses II, also known as Ramses the Great, became Pharaoh of ancient Egypt. His was the 19th dynasty. Today in 1621, Sir Francis Bracon was imprisoned in the Tower of London for one night. Today, in 1634, Massachusetts Bay Colony annexed the Maine Colony. Today, in 1669, English civil servant Samuel Pepys, who in his diary had supplied some of the best eyewitness accounts of London's plague of 1665 to 1666, recorded the last event in his diary, citing increasingly poor eyesight. Quote, and so I betake myself to that course, which is almost as much as to see myself go into my grave, for which, and all the discomforts that will accompany my being blind, the good God prepare me. Close quote. Today in 1790, U.S. copyright law was enacted. Today in 1863, having just left Boston the previous Friday, the 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry Regiment, made up of freed blacks, was continuing its entry on the Union side into the Civil War. Emily Dickinson's pen pal, Thomas Wentworth Higginson, writes eloquently of this regiment in his Army Life in a Black Regiment, which was published in 1869 and reprinted in 1900 by the Riverside Press. Today, in 1916, the Battle of Jutland became the largest naval battle of World War I between the British Grand Fleet and the German High Seas Fleet, between them killing 8,645 combatants in an inconclusive battle, though a strategic British victory as the German fleet never put to sea again in World War I. Heavenward tonight, the planet Mars will continue its eastward trek against the backdrop of the constellation Gemini the Twins. Mars will appear slightly fainter than the constellation's brightest stars, Castor and Pollux. Out the back window, our garden's lupin and buttercups are beginning to bloom wildly. Asters and iris, lilies and hollyhocks are next on the schedule. This week, perhaps, some weeds will be rerouted to their nearby compost pile. Numerous seedlings are assembling on the patio cable table, and terracotta pots stand ready for service, soon to accommodate the onset of chili peppers, eggplant, and tomatoes. Meanwhile, our stalwart Canadian rhubarb grows ready for the next pie. Every year is an experiment and visibly graft on a spectrum of what works pretty well to what works not so well, not unlike the mixed bag of our many human endeavors. An interesting bit of information this past week was the passing at 81 years old of purportedly the first man in the world to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. His name was William Shakespeare from Coventry, England, and for this Shakespeare, all the world's a stage meant that he was called Bill by his friends. Rest in peace, Master Shakespeare. This past week, the national COVID-19 death toll here in the U.S. since the beginning of the pandemic had reached 590,000. Not a big number, some might say, in contrast to our total population of 350 million or so. No, the death toll is not a big number unless it includes someone you know, or you happen to become one of that small number. Then it's a big number. Globally, the total number of fatalities due to COVID-19 has surpassed 3.5 million. 
The World Health Organization tells us approximately 1.6 billion doses of the COVID-19 vaccination have been administered globally. Yet toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was approaching 169 million, an increase of at least 3 million cases globally since the week before. Our confirmed cases here in the U.S. as of Friday were over 34 million. Although we here in the U.S. have only 4% of the world's population, we consistently have had at least 21% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases and 17% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. No longer so distantly behind us, India continues in second place, having more than 27.6 million confirmed cases, and Brazil is in third place with 16.4 million confirmed cases. France continues in fourth place with 5.7 million cases, and Turkey, with 5.2 million cases, is in fifth place. Russia, with 5.1 million cases, is in sixth place. The UK is in a close seventh place with 4.5 million cases. Currently behind the number one U.S. in COVID fatality rankings are, in second through fourth place, Brazil, India, and Mexico. And today, in 1930, in San Francisco, California, Clint Eastwood was born to a hard-working laborer father who supported his family well. And though son Clint shared his father's work ethic, cutting timber, fighting fires in Oregon, pumping gas, and working in a steel mill, Clint did poorly in school. In 1950, Clint was drafted into the U.S. Army, where he taught swimming. One of his Army buddies was actor David Jansen, who suggested Clint try acting. So when Eastwood left the service, he went to Hollywood and snagged a contract with Universal Studios, which paid him $75 per week in 1955 to appear in films such as Tarantula, playing a pilot, napalming a giant spider. The various roles only lasted 18 months, however, as a studio executive had decided Eastwood's Adam's apple was too big and fired him. Clint resumed pumping gas and began digging swimming pools as well while chasing parts in television. In 1959, he was visiting a friend for lunch at the CBS studio where a producer cast Clint as the character Rowdy Yates in the television series Rawhide. In 1964, Eastwood was offered $15,000 to make a low-budget Italian-Spanish-German spaghetti western directed by Sergio Leone. The resulting fistful of dollars was a hit featuring Clint as the quick-shooting character known only as the man with no name, who had practically no dialogue. The film would make Eastwood a superstar. Today is also the birthday of poet Walt Whitman in 1819, of self-help writer Norman Vincent Peale in 1898, of actor Don Amici in 1908, of Prince Rainier of Monaco in 1923, of football quarterback Joe Namath in 1943, of singer-songwriters Peter Yarrow and Johnny Paycheck in 1938, of filmmaker Rainer Werner Fassbinder in 1945, of drummer John Bonham in 1948, of actor Tom Berenger in 1949, of actress Brooke Shields in 1965, and of actor Colin Farrell in 1976. For more on Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 11th official week of spring. We're only three weeks away from the official start of summer. Happy Memorial Day.